Welcome to another episode of There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is October 7th, 2020. I'm sure you've heard by now, President Trump had the COVID-19 coronavirus, the hoax virus, but I guess it was really real on his ass for whatever amount of days, which, you know, of course, Donald Trump can't even get a deadly virus right. He can't even say exactly what he went through or what the significance of the virus what he went through and you know I don't you know I don't know how we could even gauge this because when you are talking about a person in his position I mean let's you know it's it's one thing to be rich I mean let's you know whatever the Forbes magazines or the IRS say it's obvious Donald Trump is rich. I'll even go as far as say he's a billionaire. Whether he has it on hand or not, he has reached that status at one time in his life. He's living the lifestyle, let's put it like that. Then on top of that, have the security measures in place that comes with the title of President of the United States. So when he is given his his outline of his ordeal with the virus, it's obvious his story is going to be different. You know, we can all say that, you know, it's bullshit about how he has given details, you know, keep your chin up. His ordeal was not that great. You know, people get upset at this. And by no means, please, please don't confuse the fact that I'm trying to defend this man. No, I am not. But it's, it's like the mind of a child. You know, a child that goes to an amusement park and an adult that goes to the amusement park right along with the child, they're going to see and experience different things. And this is Donald Trump. We're trying to get him to see the world as a normal person. And he just refused to do that. I mean, he lacks, he lacks empathy. He lacks compassion. He doesn't know how to do this. Yes, I mean, let's be real. The majority of people that have held the title of President of the United States have been individuals of wealth. Most of them come from some type of prestigious background. Most were born with silver spoons in their mouths. And Donald Trump, without a doubt. But it's, it's ironic that those 
that didn't start off like that. The Barack Obamas, the Bill Clintons, the Jimmy Carters. These individuals, if you notice that during their presidency, they not only had a humane mindset, but even, even after they got out of office, there was still a consciousness that they felt obligated to continue to perform for society. I mean, if you look at the Republican counterparts, you don't, you don't get this. You don't have any Republican former presidents or speaker of the House or Senate majority leaders out building houses for Habitat for Humanity, leading voter initiations, promoting voter rights, things, you know, I mean, you just, it, it just don't, I mean, when they're in the position of suppressing individuals during their terms, they get out, because in most cases, a lot of them, they, they pretty much work for lobbyist groups or now they're advisors for these lobbyist group boards for major corporations. So, of course, it still goes hand in hand with their political ambitions, you know, when they was in politics. In fact, most of the boards, most of the companies that hired them, they either benefited from their administration and they're like, okay, now come join the board so you can be a part of what you helped create. So, I mean, when you ask a person like Trump, what is it like when you went through this positive stage for the coronavirus, you're going to get what he is saying. He just don't have the fortitude to say this is not what the average American person has access to. It's not even, even a well-off American person. Let's say a person that makes a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars and they get this virus. They're still not going to get nowhere near the treatment that he is getting. You really would have to be a Warren Buffett or a Walton family member. I can't, I'm trying to think of billionaires right now. Michael Jordan to get this type of treatment. But even then, you're not going to get that of a president of the United States, for one, but even a United States senator, a, a Nancy Pelosi. And I mean, she has a wealthy background. And she has a title of Speaker of the House. Mitch McConnell, same thing. These are wealthy individuals, but there's no way 
if they get the virus, their stories, their story's gonna be a little different. So, I mean, it's just, it's amazing how this guy is. And, you know, I guess when you look at the story, look at the, I guess, the, the timeline of this. You know, he's, it's supposedly that he got it from one of his, his aides. She gets it. She tests positive. They know this woman tested positive, but they don't say nothing. And supposedly before the debate between him and Joe Biden, she knows that she has it. She ha it has to be announced to the president. It has to be. It had to be announced to the key personnel. But they still they bring her right along. She's standing right beside him. She's on Air Force One. I mean, they do the presidential debate knowing that this woman, in fact, they know they knew that Trump had tested positive. This 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 is what is so fucked up about this. Donald Trump tested positive before his debate with Joe Biden and they still they still went forward with the debate. In fact, if you look, I guess I don't know if they call it a green room or wherever the families were at. You could see the Trump group they just sitting there, massless, clunk clumped together, of course, you know, carrying on laughing. And the Biden group, you know, they all masked up and everything. Kind of, you know, they not doing the six foot, excuse me, six inch thing. But the thing is, they pretty much, they're, they're cautious. And they're actually really, the, the, the Trump personnel, they're actually ridiculing the Biden group. You know, like, like they got the plague by wearing a mask you know trump even takes a shot at biden during the debate saying that you know we're we're far away from each other and he's still wearing this mask that covers his whole face but yet this bastard has the virus he knows he has the virus then after the debate is over they then go to New Jersey for a fundraiser, knowing that he has the virus. So you on this, you on Air Force One, full staff, and you have the virus. You go to New Jersey, which by the way is my hometown, home state, excuse me. And you just mingling, shaking hands, hugging, kissing, whatever else you're doing. For hours, get back on Air Force One and you come back to Washington, D.C. And then it's like, okay, it's announced. Donald Trump has the coronavirus. Then, you know, that, that in itself... That that's a that's a shit show. 
Because now he's tweeting about, you know, the great care that he's getting, you know, tweeting like this is what everybody in the country would receive as if everybody in the country can go to his hospital with his medical treatment team. You know, the stuff that they're giving me is, is great. I feel a difference. You know, they use, they use these terms like experimental. You know, come on. You really believe that they're going to inject something unproven into the president of the United States? Or oh, it's an experimental cocktail. This is so much garbage. And the thing is, you know, of course, he can't even, he can't even fake like it don't even work properly or it, it takes time for him to build a, an immune or something. Because the stuff that they gave him, he got the cure. It's no doubt. Just like he even, he even said, what they put in me is probably the cure and the vaccine. So I probably won't ever get it again. He's, he's absolutely right. I believe there's no doubt they gave him the cure for the virus. And it's not experimental. Y'all are crazy as hell if y'all believe that he was used as a, a, a guinea pig. As a, you know, like Putin said about his daughter, we injected my daughter with something experimental. Now, you know what? In Putin's situation, his daughter probably got sick and she might have been on the verge of dying. So out of a desperate attempt to save his child, he probably did inject her with something because that's a desperate, that's a desperate measure. That was, you know, that story broke a couple of months ago and, you know, things were still, still hot and heavy. But the thing is, you know, you, you, it's like a day later after he goes to the hospital, he's riding around, you know, he, he's allowed to come outside, drive up and down the street. So his supporters can see him in his limousine. You know, they said, well, the windows were rolled up. You know, somebody's driving it. I'm sure Secret Service is all around him. So, of course, they're being exposed. He goes back into the hospital where it was stated that he was meeting and greeting soldiers and other hospital personnel that were either working there or patients, you know, again, sending out tweets, you know, this, 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 man, this is, this is crazy. The only thing I can say that would be the positive in regards to this, it has given, you know, yeah, again, his supporters, and this ain't going to change nothing. This ain't going to change nothing with them. This is not even about them. But when 
you hear a person say, well, I'm still undecided. You know, if a person say undecided, you know what? Fuck them. Don't even try to even cater to them. Because if this has not convinced you to vote against this man, nothing else will. He has flat out said, I could give a damn about the common American citizen. He just, he does not, he does not care. Now, the, the irony is that as of this recording, there have been at least 30 positive coronavirus cases among White House staff and other Republican politicians. You know, this, this is now going back to when he introduced the individual that was his choice for the, for the Supreme Court position. You know, now those individuals are coming down. You know, supposedly Chris Christie was one of his advisors for the um, for the debate. He's done tested positive. His um, was the is it the press secretary? Uh, spokesman. I, I'm not sure of the exact title. Now she's tested positive. The little um guy. I forget the guy's name. The one that pretty much was the architect. Of putting the children in the cages. I cannot think of this guy's name. I got to get better with that. Um, but you know. It ain't worth me memorizing his name. But either way. He got it. Steve. I think Manu, not Mnuchin. Not Mnuchin. Oh my God. I can see his face. Right in my head. Um, but either way. He's got it. After his wife. Made a comment. About Senator Harris. Wanted. A protector like a shield separating herself from Vice President Mike Pence when they have their debate, which is today. You know, she says this a couple of days beforehand, and like the next day, it's reported that her husband, I cannot think of this guy's name, but either way, it'll come to me. He tested positive. Now, as of this recording, members of the Joint Chief have self-quarantined themselves because the second-in-command, some admiral, he tested positive because they've all been in contact with the president and other key White House staff officials. Think about it. What if there was a crisis that required for them to go into a briefing room? I mean, and this guy is not saying that, you know, he was he was positive. I mean, you could affect the whole Joint Chiefs of Staff. And I mean, I mean, let's be real. Each each of those individuals got somebody right below them. So I mean, I'm not gonna say you you won't miss a beat. 
But at the same time, it will cause some type of ripple, even if it's just for a moment. I mean, I I think this might be unprecedented. Of course, you know, things like even like our chain of command. Yeah, you you got the president. So you got to you got to protect the vice president. But I mean, okay, so Trump, you know, I guess he skips the 14 day quarantine that has been the standard for everybody in the world because they have said that even if you have symptoms, you might not really show a positive test. That's why you have to quarantine yourself for at least 14 days to be sure. Okay, I'll do Donald. He didn't do none of this. He's right back. I mean, he gets out. He's in the front or, you know, speaking from the balcony of the White House. So all of his fans could see him. He's basically saying how don't let it disrupt your life. You know, how you tell people not to let something that disrupt your life when it's killing you. When you got over 200,000 people that have died from this disease. And you got you to gotta make the assumption that if 200 people, 200,000 people have died, that's over a million friends and family that have been impacted by that 200,000. And you got the President of the United States saying things like, it's not a big deal. Don't let it disrupt your life. Stay positive. They got cures. Yeah, they got, they got it for him. But if John and Jane Doe was to get it, they're not going to get, like I said earlier, they're not going to get that treatment. I mean, it's like, and then his followers, they, you don't hear it as loud, but there's some grumblings like, yeah, okay, he looks good. He's back on, he's back on point. You know, they not, they not yelling hoax fully. But they, 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 they mumbling it. I guarantee. I, I want to see what happened when he does a live rally. Now, whether or not they're going to do the other two presidential debates, that remains to be seen. Because I think the next one is on the 15th of October. In my opinion, if, if I was Joe Biden, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't do nothing with Donald Trump. Um, Joe Biden do not need to debate Donald Trump anymore. There's no need for it. He doesn't have nothing to gain by debating Donald Trump whatsoever. In fact, Joe Biden could have a lot to lose by debating Donald Trump if 
it jeopardizes his overall physical health. There's nothing. All he got to do is just, just really coast to November 3rd. That's all he got to do. I mean, you sit here and put yourself in the room with this man again. And of course, he's going to, He's going to taunt him. He's going to say he's scared of him, blah, blah, blah. And his supporters, his supporters are going to be like, yeah, Joe's afraid. Joe's afraid. Yeah, okay, let them have that. Let them have that. Let them take that all the way to November 3rd. But, I mean, think about it. What, what if Joe Biden gets sick? Now, of course, yeah, he'll be president. Let's say if he gets sick and he wins the election. Okay, he's president of the United States. He's going to get that same care. He's going to get that same treatment. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's still going to have different effect on different people. Imagine Joe Biden winning the election. And as soon as he's sworn in, he gets sick. So... Part of his first hundred days in office, he's in the hospital. Think about it. Because of something that he did in October to prove a point. I personally, I just don't believe there's nothing, there's nothing for him to have to prove. Nothing whatsoever. Just let Donald Trump, just let Donald Trump be Donald Trump. In fact, staying on the subject of the virus, I'm, I'm not quite sure how I understand the NFL situation. I know at the beginning of the season, there were certain players through the union, player, um, the players' union, that there were individuals that could opt out. And a number of players did. Most, most of them were like, I'm not going to say they weren't the superstars. They weren't the starters. They weren't the players that had the big contracts. To my understanding, I don't think there was any player that did that. But I thought it would be like something like if a player gets the virus test positive, they just can't play. It's a wrap. I mean, somebody say, okay, you test positive on Monday. You go through the treatment. Hopefully, they, you know, because let's be real. They got the billionaires, owners behind them. Players got their money. Yada, yada, yada. So they, they're going to get the wink, wink, experimental cocktail that the president got, you know, you probably won't have all the high tech doctors and whatnot, but still that money gonna, that money gonna talk, but you still go through the 14 day quarantine. So to me, if your, if your team loses a player or players or staff, I was under the impression that you just, they can't play. There's nothing you can do. I.e. 
Cam Newton. Okay, he's the quarterback. Only player, only personnel in the New England organization, and he gets the virus. It doesn't say how he got it, don't say what happened or whatever, but hey, he's Cam Newton. I mean, come on now. So no, t you know, he, you know, I'm, I'm speculating. He's Cam Newton. So the thing is, he gets it. Okay, he can't play. Which, of course, the NFL actually played the game. Because that's, but I think the fact that when they changed it, which I don't understand, I mean, I can speculate, yeah, it was a money move. Because, ironically, the Monday night game was the Green Bay Packers, who, if I'm correct, are undefeated against the 0-4 Atlanta Falcons. So, of course, that Monday night game, you know, get good luck with viewership on that. So, CBS is like, oh, we'll take the, we'll move the, the um, Patriots game to Monday. You know, they, you know, they were nice enough to start at an hour before the regular Monday night game. Either way, it allowed for the NFL to have some type of revenue. And needless to say, the New England Patriots lost. And it's probably because they lost because they didn't have their quarterback. Okay, I get it. That's, it's no different than if Cam Newton sprang his ankle. If he was injured, would you have changed the game? Or let's, let's talk about the Tennessee Titan game where a number of individuals in their organization tested positive. Uh, you know, you know how, did this, how does that happen? I mean, basically, you know, it's, it's, you know, did they get it from each other? Did multiple, multitudes of them didn't take precautions? I mean, you take the, the Oakland Raiders, that whole team, a good majority of the team was fined because they were caught at a fundraiser not wearing their mask. Not only is it a violation of the city ordinance of Las Vegas, but also the NFL. So of course they, you know, they hit them hard. To my understanding, none of them tested positive. And pretty much they played. But the, the, the thing is, Tennessee and the Steelers game, it was pushed back. To me, why wouldn't the NFL just allow for the Tennessee Titans? Un, unmanned. I think Minnesota did it. In the NBA, when the, before the games even started, in the bubble, there was the Clippers player. Supposedly, he was supposed to go to a funeral and decided to get him some wings at a gentleman's club. I guess they got good wings at this particular place. But either way, and I, I'm not even sure, did he test positive or what was the situation? But either way, he had to sit because I think it was he was he had to quarantine himself. 
because where he was at was, I guess, risky. Because gentlemen clubs are known for the best hygiene procedures. But anyway, he had to sit. That's it. So why wouldn't the Tennessee Titans be made to play their game under man? Or have something in place like people that you can call up. I know that's a lot of people to call up for one game. Get them fitted. Get them. I, I mean, to me, I would just think that you just play, play on the field. I'm not even sure how many, how many people on the Tennessee team was not, you know, was, I guess, affected. But I think, what was it, Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings? They had like 11, 11 players or personnel that was missing. And there's been some college teams where they reported that they had to play without certain players. But everybody know college teams, they might field 100, 100 um, athletes. So it's always that person is like ready to step up. But it's just, you know, it's, they talk all this. We put emphasis on people wearing a mask and yada, yada, yada. It's, it's, it's about that money. It's all about that money. But, you know, we can stay on that subject all day long. Um, want to give a shout out before I wrap this up. Want to give a shout out to the Seattle Storm of the WNBA. Congratulations. Yes, I am partial towards this team. They wore products that were made by my daughter and her business partner company, the shoes that they that they designed social conscious with statements, names of black people that were murdered. And in my opinion, Seattle Storm, they genuinely demonstrated what it's like to have social consciousness while at the same time voicing your thoughts and opinions opinions and playing an athletic contest and doing it on a top level. They won the NBA championship. So congratulations to them. We're going to wrap this up. As always, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have any grievance, Please, please, please respond. Give me comments. Look me up on Facebook. Under my post, there's a system to this madness. I am on Instagram. You can tweet me. Anyway, I would love to hear your comments. Love to hear your responses. As always, until next time, there's... This is, has been, excuse me, 
This has been another episode of There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am Osaze Shabazz. God bless. You take care.